Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Evolve Wellness Experience. It's Dr. Bill Jensen here again today. And today we're going to be getting into uh, fasting. We know we've done a show about that before, but now we're going to get into a product that you can actually do as a, just a regular person if you've never done fasting before. And uh, it's amazing. It's science back. It's researched. Um, and so this really interests me today because I'm uh, on the same team as you right now. When it comes to fasting, like I intermittent fast, but I, I don't go all into five day fast. And it's so, so healthy and good for you and, and good for longevity and cleansing your body and cellular autophagy, which I'm sure we'll dive into and what that essentially means. So um, if you're like me, get excited for this one. It's going to be a really, really good one. Yes, sir. So let me introduce our listeners, uh, give them a little 411 on who we're speaking to today. So today's guest is Dr. Joseph Antoon. He is the CEO and chairman of the, on the board of El Nutra. If you don't know about El Nutra, it is the first Nutratech company to focus on providing people with the knowledge and the products to be living to 110 years and beyond. He is also a member of the Forbes Business Development Council. He is the former CEO in Health Systems Reform, which is a boutique consultancy aimed at providing um, improving public health by performing health systems management and delivery. Prior to that, he was the director of health policy at the University of Chicago, the editor-in-chief of the Journal of Health Systems and Reform, and the head of business and development for Eli Lilly and Company. He completed his studies in public policy at Harvard University, in public health at Johns Hopkins University, and his doctorate in medicine and master's in medical and biological sciences at St. Joseph University. So safe to say your credentials are there to have the discussion that we're going to have today, my friend. Well, uh, appreciate you very much. And, you know, my passion is I did all this education to do one thing is to help people live a healthier, longer life. And I, I'm, I can pretty can pretty bet on it that today we're going to change few people's life. So um, uh, for all of you out there, stick in and, and listen, and you're going to learn a lot today. That's amazing. We we're definitely in the same tribe in that regard then. So, so yeah, we, we give a little, a uh, little background on you there for the listeners, but you tell us, dive a little deeper. Tell us about your background and how did you actually get involved in the nutrition and longevity space? Well, I, I started my career as a, as a physician. I always thought that as a doctor, I would be treating people and curing people and, and ending disease. And then when you get into it, and um, and especially when I was doing my rotations, you know, at Harvard Mass General Hospital and, 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 and other hospitals, I, I felt that in, for most cases that we suffer from today, whether it's cancer, Alzheimer's, uh, autoimmune, cardiovascular, diabetes, these are chronic diseases that we have no solutions for. We just give you pills. Well, first we meet you after you're sick. So it's, we're practicing sick care, not health care. And then we're giving you, we put you on a four, five, six, seven pills that you go home with and with no endpoint. It's a prescription, it's a subscription actually. And, and you have to refill your pills every month. And you don't leave my clinic with an end date. It's not like, oh, you, you know, I, I'm your blood sugar is high, you have diabetes, take this, these two, three pills, and in six months, come back because you'll be cured. There's none of that. And we accepted the fact that to call them chronic diseases, and we settled, and we were okay, and it's an ongoing, I don't want to call it almost a scheme, but it's an on ongoing phenomenon where all of us together are learned helplessness that we just give pills, and people take them for the rest of their life, and they'll die 
they'll stay sick and they'll die sooner. So the U.S. you know lifespan has just shrank actually last year by 0.4 lives, 0.4 years. We we crossed trillions of dollars of spending per year on healthcare. So we spend more, we're sicker, we're more obese, and we're dying sooner, which means what we're doing doesn't work. And and I was courageous enough to leave right after I got my degree. And I went into public health and health policy because I said, well, I got to fix the system. It's the problem is not the doctor or the nurse or they just, they've been taught different and they're helpless. They cannot do anything else. And I decided to go more into pushing health systems into prevention, um, which I did for a while. And then I hit a roadblock whereby, you know, governments and people know that they should eat healthy and prevent and exercise and stop smoking. But there's no products, there's no technologies to help with that. It's only set of recommendations. And and we know those recommendations, but, you know, we're tempted every day to go for a burger when we're hungry, to sit in front of Netflix where we should go to the gym. And so I, I got interested in creating preventive healthcare products that compete with the sinful, you know, behavioral and lifestyle changes that we, we, we recently in the last four to five decades got into. And I start looking. So my a few of my advisors at Harvard were like, um, you are an MD and, and with health policy and public health, but you're not a business person. You haven't discovered products. Can You got to learn that. And this is why I joined Lilly. Um, um, Lilly is a biotech company, the eighth largest biotech company. And this is where I learned more about product discovery, pricing, reimbursement, access, and launching products. And then afterwards, I started my own quest. I left Lilly and I started my own quest into finding what could keep people healthy long, not sick long, not sick early, not die early, but healthy long. And this is where I got introduced to nutrition. You know, I have all these degrees, but I only had one hour training in nutrition with all my, you know, over 10 years of education. That always fascinates me in the medical schools, you know, that, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm a chiropractor by trade. So we obviously took, um, we took, two full quarters or semesters of nutrition, like nutrition one, nutrition two and all that stuff. But yeah, it always fascinates me in the, in the medical it's, world. It's like shocking. Just, it's the only product you consume every day of your life. Imagine, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the only product from the day you're born to the day you die that you consume three to five times every day of your life. And then no knowledge about it in terms of how can we steer it for longevity or how can we steer it for food and for medicine. And that became my passion. Once I learned that nutrition is just it's just not calories, it can help you read your epigenetics, it can change your mic- microbiome, it can actually push you toward diabetes and cancer and Alzheimer's. Now we call Alzheimer's type 3 diabetes. Right. It can push you to age faster. I mean, it's the essence of 60 to 70% of the chronic conditions. Um, and even now in, in, in fitness, right? You talk to a fitness coach, they tell you, well, it's 80% nutrition, 20% exercise, right? Exactly. Nutrition is the only product you put in your body every day. How come we never tailored it for longevity? And how come we never tailored it as medicine? And this is what brought me all the way to El Nutri. I met the founder um, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. The, the founder of this company is called Professor Walter Longo. Probably many listening to us today recognize that name. He was uh, time top 50 most influential people in health. 
He's the grandfather of fasting and nutrition. If you ask ChatGPT now, top expert in, in fasting, Walter Longo is number one. If you ask ChatGPT, top expert in longevity nutrition in the world is Walter Longo. It's one name that is actually number one in food and fasting. Are you number and, two then? And, no, I'm 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 the voice, I'm the voice for for his uh, for his spread because he's just, a special individual. Yeah. Um. He decided to just spend all his career. He's the head of the Longevity Institute at USC, University of Southern California, mm-hmm. and he developed the Longevity Institute to focus on food as medicine and food for longevity. But he does it in a very scientific way. It's like running a pharmaceutical company. You know, he he studies centenarians, people living 100 and beyond, and he sees what they eat and he brings it back. And then he tested in mice first, then he tested in humans. And now he has over 32 human trials. You don't see human trials on nutrition and you rarely see those, a little bit in some big companies, but 32 clinical trials. The National Institute of Health, big trust into him, over $20 million in grants, multiple European governments, and now 18 other universities joined him, Stanford, UCLA, Leiden, Palermo, 18 global universities all joined him, and they're all doing research on how can we steer food formulation, all natural, plant-based, gluten-free, et cetera, but how can we, put, how can we find the ultimate formulation of macros and micros that people can consume every day and help them stay healthy long? That's our consumer business unit at L Nutra. L Nutra L stands for longevity through nutrition. Right. And then we tailor food to help you re- with your remission from diabetes. We tailor food to help you from remission from cancer, Alzheimer's, and autoimmune. We're not talking eat healthy to help you. We're talking remission and increasing end regression. So how can we pull you back from your chronic disease? And we just published actually the first ever food for diabetes remission. We're showing that 67% of patients will reverse their uh, medication in six months, 67%. Whoa, that's crazy. And and we're showing on breast cancer that we can enhance the efficacy of the treatment. Mm. We're in uh, an autoimmune now. We're doing the trials with Stanford University of Miami and on Alzheimer's with University of Milan. We're about to finish our Alzheimer's trial. So in essence, I, I fell in love being coming from medicine, ethical medicine, biotech to come and lead the first Nutritech company. How can we use true science technology on nutrition mm-hmm. to help people live long and to help patients increase their chances of remission? Super cool. Uh, one other question I, that I had for you, um, and I think my girlfriend had brought this up one time uh, with the, the diabetes um, remission and reversal. Um, that type two diabetes, obviously, type one yes. also, as I understand, is that is that possible as well with the Leydig cells, like regenerative? We, well, we haven't we haven't tested in human, but we've tested in mice. We we destroyed the pancreas in mice, uh-huh. and then because one of one of our, the magic that we discovered, or one of the biggest discovery for Walter Longo, and and for those who want to learn more, the longevity diet book. Uh, he summarizes all that in a book called The Longevity Diet. So big recommendation for you guys to buy, again, The Longevity Diet book by Walter Longo. Mm. But what he discovered is a nutrition that gives you the benefits of fasting. And one major benefit in fasting, if you go three to five days, so again, it's a food, it's not fasting, but gives you the benefits of fasting. But on day three to five with this nutrition, it's called the fasting mimicking diet technology. On day three to five, the benefits of fasting become rejuvenative on the cells. So the cells feel like, oh, we, we, we think we're fasting. Okay, the first two days, we have calories, we have fat, we have reserves in the body to, to utilize. Mm-hmm. It's like having 
a company with no revenues, then you have some bank accounts, you lean on the bank account. But when you deplete the bank account, if you're the president of the company, say, okay, I'm in a crisis, I get a rejuvenate, I get a fix. I get to cut some budgets, I get to keep the best employees and maybe let some others go. I get to optimize the way I, how I do technology and all of that. So mm-hmm. the cells do the same. When In mice, when we destruct the pancreas and we put them in the fasting nutrition, the pancreas say, okay, I have inflammation in the pancreas, I have destruction of cells, I'm going to push the stem cells to rejuvenate and rebuild the pancreatic cells. And we see them going into full diabetes, then the pancreas start reproducing insulin, then they go back off diabetes wow. with the fasting nutrition. So that was a mice type one diabetes. We haven't done it yet in type two. It's a costly trial. We're talking to I Harvard bet. and other universities, but we've done type two diabetes and type two diabetes, we do an amazing job into helping patients increase their chances of remission. What a game changer though for the diabetic community. Holy cow. I mean, if you, yeah, it's like, kind of like a sentence, like I'm type one it's, diabetic, I'm on insulin the rest of my life, you know, and I've seen people on that, how annoying it is constantly after monitor blood injections in their abdomen, like, oh my, this is like crazy, right? Yeah, and, and, and with, the, with the lifestyles that we have today, we're making type two diabetes close to type one because we're getting it so early in our life. Yeah. We're getting, we used to see patients 20 years ago when I went to med school, they used to be 70 on insulin. Now they're, they're 60, 55 on insulin, mm-hmm. which is a tragedy. So I've seen diabetes in adolescent kids just out of obesity. And, and people will be like, oh, okay, it's okay to give them meds. But when we tell them, oh, you know, 80% of diabetes is a disease of overfeeding, right? And insulin resistance. If you give them food that their body think they're fasting, the opposite, that's the fastest cure, right? So mm-hmm. so it makes full sense. It just what we make today every day, give them a pill, doesn't make any sense. What makes mm-hmm. a sense is to, if the essence, if the cause they're diabetic is insulin resistance, fat accumulation and overfeeding, then the fastest way to reverse that is to simulate a fasting state because then the body goes and cuts the fat needing to tap into the reserve. Mm-hmm. You take the fat out, you decrease insulin resistance, you go off diabetes, and you're rejuvenating the pancreas to rebuild the insulin production. Phenomenal. So this, the concept of longevity nutrition, you know, is Dr. Longo the kind of the godfather of this particular process? And, For sure. Yeah. For sure. He, he started his career by looking at people living 100 and beyond. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, if you live 105, what have you done? And he starts studying centenaries around the world, toured literally the entire world, Japan and the blue zones and the longevity zones and Europe and, and Latin America. And he started meeting all these centenaries and learning about what they do, lifestyle, exercise, nutrition, sleep. You know, there's five pillars for longevity, right? Nutrition, exercise, stress, sleep, and social capital, that happiness, that sense of yeah. everyday happiness, which, which is equally important to nutrition. These are the top two, by the way. And maybe that's a little bit even more important. So most centenarians, they're smiling, they're laughing, they're happy, they're in their village, they're with their family, they're stable, they're secure. Community, but for sure. Mm-hmm. Community, the social capital. But then they have nutritional patterns, right? They, they, one of the top nutritional patterns is actually intermittent fasting, but not the way we do it now. And that's going to be the biggest aha moment in this podcast. I'm going to tell you exactly what they do and exactly what we do wrong today. Okay. So the centenarians, they do intermittent fasting. We call, I call it personally actually a front-loaded intermittent fasting, meaning they eat their dinner early and then six, seven, eight max. Many of them walk a little bit or, ex- or do whatever their normal routines at home and then they sleep, you know, nine, 10, whatever. And, but then they do have breakfast. 
so so we're doing the opposite. Why? So what they do is very beneficial. Why? Because the at night is when you lead you need least calories, right? So they're depriving the body at night. At night, your brain is is not as much you know functioning as as in the morning. In the morning, the morning is the opposite. Is you need the highest calories for your body because your brain is active, your muscles are active. You're walking to work. You're going to work. You're working. Uh, you're a busy mom. You're a busy dad. And in or you go to college, so they're depriving the body when the body is in the storage mode, and when you sleep at night is when you're you know a little bit insulin is up, growth hormone is up, it's this rebuilt, it's a storage. Mm-hmm. You're depleted when it's storing, and then you feed it when it needs it, when the essential organs need it, which is breakfast and lunch and and dinner and light dinner. What we do today is the opposite because of our social life. We're happy eating day, our dinner late. We come back late from work. We have a lot of studies. Then we stress a little bit. Later at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., we, eat, we snack a little bit, right? And we wake up in the morning. Of course, we don't have appetite in the morning because we're overfed at night. So a lot of us makes it easy to do this, you know, the current intermittent fasting, which is, again, we're going to talk about the science is not a good one. But we're eating late at night, and then we're keeping our body deprived all the way to 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And this is why the new studies on fasting are not very positive because, you're overfeeding the body when it stores the fat and ages faster at night. You're depleting the organs in the morning, brain and heart and kidney, and this is why you get the fatigue later in the afternoon. You binge eat at 4 p.m., and then you say, I'm practicing intermittent fasting. I'm doing my 16 hours. Why am I not losing weight fast? Why am I losing muscle? Why I feel tired? Because you're losing, doing complete opposite of what you should be doing. The Nobel Prize in Medicine 2016 was on autophagy and fasting. 2017 was on circadian rhythm every organ has a biological clock so you want them to sleep at night on an empty stomach mm-hmm. and you want to eat in the morning when all the organs are up and need the calories and working so my biggest recommendation today for people include intermittent fasting into your routine you don't need 18 and 20 and 30 hours all these things it's just a pure deprivation for essential organs just make sure you don't snack at night late at night eat your dinner a little bit early you wake up hungry in the morning. And that's my, the biggest sign of weight loss and, and you're aging gracefully to me. It's very simple. People ask me, is, is waking up hungry in the morning? If that happens, yeah. you're on a good path. And then most of us, we don't we don't see that because we eat late at night and we're stressed and we work and then we stay with no food to the afternoon. Then we binge eat. Then we're like, we're stuck. Why am I not losing the weight? And why am I a little bit more inflamed? And why am I having that back pain and the high inflammation, the redness mm-hmm. in my face? These are all these symptoms of, of mismatch. You're right. I, I even was uh, certainly not doing it perfectly in my own regard because what I, I try to do like a 10, I eat my a 10 a.m. window to like a 6 p.m. window, but I'm definitely not eating like the majority of it in the morning, I, you know, and I actually I can certainly say that I even found out. You know, I track right my heart rate variability through an aura ring and what and you can clearly see if you eat too yes. late and then you go to yes. bed, your heart rate variability is terrible yes. at night because your yes. your heart rate is up, you're not sleeping good, you're I mean yes. your body's like working overtime at night in order to kind of yes. get things going. It should be resting. And by the way, that's just the brain. The the, the liver is working, the the everything, and then you're turning and you're feeling bad, then you have reflux and you wake up and go, Oh, I can do intermittent fasting because I don't have appetite in the morning. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening to us today that says, I don't have an appetite in the morning, a lot of you are eating late at night and you're not optimizing your, you're not, 
mimicking circadian, we call it circadian eating, eat during the day, fast during the night. That's the true intermittent fasting. This is a pro-longevity intervention. Yeah. Now, what we do is, okay, a lot of people say, well, I carry some extra weight or I have a little bit of high inflammation or a little bit of high blood pressure. I would like to extend this overnight a little bit further. What I'm saying is, don't do it, have your breakfast because you need to nourish your body. And by the way, there's a big article in the Journal of American College of Cardiology, Jack. It's one of the top cardiology journals. Two articles showing that if you skip breakfast, is not a pro-longevity, you know, a clear article. So what we're talking about here is proven. It's not, it's not a theory. Um, so I'm telling you, have breakfast, but eat dinner early and have breakfast. Don't snack at night. Now, a lot of people say, okay, can I... I, I do want to accelerate my weight loss. I do want to actually, um, I have metabolic issues. I want to, and this is when we come in as a company, we're a fasting mimicking nutrition company. So the National Institute of Health, this is not a business idea that came out of my mind or Walter's mind. It came out of the University of Southern California and the Longevity Institute. When they saw the prolonged benefit of fasting, they're like, okay, let's devise a food that can keep the cells fasting but nourishing the body. So uh, this is how we uh, we discovered the fast bar and the fast shake. The fasting shake and the fast bar are shakes or a bar that you can do in the morning. They're patented to mimic fasting. They have human trials. They have mice trials, all of it done. And basically, they're nourishing your body in the morning so that your brain is getting the healthy fats and the, and, and the plant-based proteins and the carbs, but the cells still thinks they're fasting. Mm -hmm. And so how did we discover that? That's one of, probably one of the biggest discovery now. That's in, my in, question. In like how do you eat food and it's, your body still yeah. thinks it's fasting? Yeah. yeah, I mean, the number one problem in the world probably today in health is, is obesity. We discovered a way to feed you and keep you in a fasting and a fat burning mode. That's one of the biggest discoveries. We have over 200 patents on it now. So so this is what we did. We, we looked at how, when you eat, how does the body on a systemic level recognize food and, and basically it's when insulin spikes when you get carbs and it's a growth factor it says the body hey we're go off fat burning now you can absorb you're anabolic you're not catabolic and when you eat proteins insulin like growth factor igf increase same signal so when you eat on a systemic level insulin and igf are telling the body that it seems we have nutrients we have carbs and we have proteins so one of the first tasks of the fasting mimicking diet is to not spike insulin and not to spike IGF. So we engineered the macros. When you say engineer, it's not it's it's all natural, but we looked at which sequence of amino acid does not over spike IGF. So if you eat a piece of steak, you will spike IGF very high. If you eat a fish, you will spike it a little bit high, but not so high. If you eat plant-based, a little bit lower, but still you're not fasting. We figured out within the plant-based sources of protein which sequence of amino acid would not spike IGF. Mm -hmm. Carbs. Time of the day, complex carb, which carb, which ones get absorbed slowly, etc. We put them together so that you don't spike insulin. We put them together, and now we have a fasting mimicking bar and a fasting mimicking shake. You eat it or you drink it, and neither insulin or IGF are hyperspiking in the blood. So on the systemic level, the body doesn't know hormone. The, the postprandial hormones are not high. Got it. Now, at the second level, at the cellular level, you have three receptors that help the cell recognize if there's food or not. We call them the nutrient sensing pathways. They sense the food, the PKA, the RAS, and the TOR pathways. Mm -hmm. And so we started studying, if you put minimal nutrients, a little bit more, a little bit more, when does this receptor says, you know what, we have enough 
let's continue business as usual versus mm, I'm sensing some nutrients, but we should be on guard. We should stay in a fasting defense mode. And so on all these receptors, our nutrition actually either goes around them or if it goes through them, it goes to below the detection of the radar so that the cell is not is getting seeing ingredients but not being convinced that it's satisfied so stays in a fasting mode. So the fasting mimicking diet doesn't spike the postprandial hormones, which by the way, these are aging hormones. Insulin and IGF, they push the body forward biologically. And so not only we're helping the body stay in the fasting mode, but we're decreasing the aging factors. And this is why the big linkage between uh, our nutrition with fasting and the longevity patents that we have on it, and the name of the company, L-Nutra, which mm-hmm. is longevity through nutrition. We make sure that we're feeding you to be compliant, we're giving you the rejuvenative you know, benefits of fasting, and we're slowing down your aging process. Super, super cool. So within your wheelhouse and our products, you've got the fasting mimicking uh, product, right? And you also have um, the the bars. That's part of the fasting mimicking diet, though, is it not? We we have yeah we have multiple fasting mimicking uh, pro- products. If you want to replace just one meal in the morning for doing intermittent fasting, that's the fast bar and the fasting shake. Got it. A lot of people, especially this is coming from from tradition and religion, they fast one day, say Monday and Wednesday, or or Wednesday and Friday, or Thursday and Tuesdays. We developed a fasting mimic, a one-day fasting mimicking diet called Reset. So there's the Reset fasting mimicking diet. That's a one-day, meaning you're eating the bar in the morning, you're eating your soups, you're eating. This is feeding. We're not when we when you and I mentioned the word fasting now on a fasting mimicking diet, you're eating. You're not fasting. The cells thinks they're fasting. It's a physiological right. fast. It's not a physical fast. So um, so now the, the the cells are fasting and, and we're feeding you the food. So one day replacement is a reset called reset. And then the five day fasting mimicking diet replacement is called prolon five days. So the prolon five day is probably like the king of the kings of products that we have because when you fast for five days, there's a magic of fasting that happens between day three and five, which is the cellular rejuvenation. That's you know, fasting, replacing a meal or replacing one day is more of as a cleanse. Is more of it's more of a, uh, a eating healthy during that day, slowing down the aging process, um, uh, losing weight. All this happens with replacing a meal or a day. But when you go beyond day three and day four, the crisis is high on the body. The cells are thinking there's no food for three days. And what the science is showing, and this is the Nobel Prize in Medicine 2016, is that the cell under a crisis of three days of fast starts rejuvenating to survive. And when a cell rejuvenates, you're now not just slowing down your age, but you're reversing the biological age of your body. And the best thing to do to prevent a diabetes and a cancer and autoimmune, because these are age-related diseases. You don't get the heart attack at age 20. You don't get Alzheimer's at age 22. So the best way today to prevent chronic disease, and this ties back my entire career, why I left medicine, came to nutrition, worked on fasting and now tying it back to keeping people healthier long, the best thing you can do to a body today is to keep the cells younger than your age. Mm-hmm. If you're 55, you have a risk of, you know, heart attack that's not that's not low if you're, you know, in, in the risk of Alzheimer's in 20 years or, but if your cells are 45, this is where then you can say, well, I have, I decreased my chances by years to get the first, you know, chronic condition. And yeah. that's exactly what, fasting 
for five days, not the one day, not the 16 hours, but fasting for five days. You need that three to five days when the stress is high on the cells and the cells rejuvenate. Nobody wants to fast on water for five days. So this is where all these tens of millions of dollars from the government to help us discover the fasting mimicking diets. The entire purpose is how can we feed people for five days and get them those benefits. And the product is called Prolon. P-R-O-L-O-N. Super, super cool. Yeah. And as I shared to you before we got on the, on the show today that, you know, that was like my girlfriend, she can go, I've seen her go over three weeks on just water. Like she just toughs it out. And, you know, she says once she gets past that third day is the hard day, you know, she kind of feels, you know, as long as she takes some minerals and things like that and keeps her blood pressure up, she's working out, she's energetic, she feels good. You know, she might be a little fatigued, but she's doing really, really well. But me, on the other hand, I made it to third day one day and my staff like physically grabbed me and said, Dr. Jensen, you need to put something in your body right now because you're not thinking clearly. And I was like a little bit short tempered. I get a little hangry, but this is absolutely amazing for somebody like myself. Um, I guess two questions I have the, the, the amount of calories that you're getting, are they, they vary throughout the five days on the five day fast and what are, what do they range within? Yeah. So the first day is a transition day. So it's a thousand and one hundred calories. And then day two to five are eight hundred calories per day. That's really good. This is why it's a concept of fasting with food. This is not like we'll give you a little bit of minerals, we'll give you a little bit of vitamins. This is none of that. It's a nutrition that gives you the benefits of fasting. So otherwise you'll be starving and you'll you'll just you'll you know, you gotta nourish the brain, you gotta nourish the heart, you gotta nourish the kidney, you gotta nourish all the essential organs. Mm-hmm. And this is what we've worked for two decades to give you max food that you can get per day while keeping you in a fasting mode. And then um is there is there age ranges that people can do this? Uh, is there you know certain things that you know people should be kind of concerned not concerned about, but like you know be sure about yeah. obviously before they yeah. do a five day fast, for example. Yeah, so we've tested it on people between age twenty and seventy. Um, we haven't tested it on the five day prolon. We we haven't tested on people below age twenty because it, aging is not a problem when you're seventeen, and and after age seventy. Uh, Talk to your doctor if you're if you're you know healthy enough to be on a five day fasting mimic nutrition. The doctor can clear you for that. But if you're frail and if you know and 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 if life say and or have multiple chronic condition, then we don't recommend you just buy it and and do it on your own. You have to talk to your doctors, to your doctor. And then the 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 other uh, uh, one segment that should not do it probably is a pregnant woman and or woman in lactation because. You're developing a kid in inside of your womb. You don't want to fast that. You want to actually <laughs> nourish that. The child, I'm sure, would appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Just the fourth. The fourth is if you have an allergy to any of the ingredients. If you're allergic uh, to, there's a lot of what we have in it is is high end nuts, the macadamia and the pecans and almonds. Mm-hmm. These are longevity, you know, uh, uh, um, nuts. There's multiple trials now and there's a big paper in the number one medical journal of the world the new england journal of medicine showing that if you consume high-end nuts nuts every day uh, or six days actually out of seven you decrease risk of mortality by 20 percent wow um it, it this is superior to most medicine right now the ozempic and wegovis they're they're multi multi-billion dollar trying to show us that they can reduce risk of death and it's less than eating nuts. Just if you eat almonds every day, you have the exact or superior benefit than injecting yourself with thousands of dollars of 
of uh, products that are helping you with weight loss, but you're going to lose a lot of muscle with them. You have risk of cancer and all of that. And that's the power of nutrition yeah. versus, you know, medicine. I think we've lost that in, in time. And, you know, with the old statement, let thy food be thy medicine, right? I mean, and now, yeah. you know, medicine, and medicine, medicine. be thy food. <laughs> exactly. Both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's Hippocrates, right? So let food be thy medicine, medicine be thy food. When you go back into fasting sayings, um, Socrates talked about fasting. Buddha talked about fasting. Um, uh, many of the big schools of religions and meditation is the only common word, by the way, to all divine conditions, uh, religions. Mm-hmm. It's the only common word, uh, fasting. And, and I always saying if I always say if, if prayers were the healing of the soul, fasting was the healing of the body. And this is why it was recommended, whether religiously and or you know, by by philosophers and long-term trends, you need that break. We're hurting our body with food today. Literally, we're not nourishing. We're hurting our body. We're accelerating aging. We're mm-hmm. we're bringing toxins. We're changing our microbiome. We're we're getting things into our body that should not exist, and therefore inducing autoimmune disease, and sometimes breaching the blood-brain barrier and induce, accelerating Alzheimer's. Uh, fasting is really not just for the body, but the soul as well. When we talk cellular rejuvenation, every cell in the body is rejuvenating when you fast. And we see a lot of people, we have an article on depression. We have an article with the University of Palermo on doing prolon for depression. And, and That's a big was, topic these days. It was statistically significant at 10 patients. It was such a high signal that at 10th patient, it was positive. We also have a skin trial because people are like, how can you prove rejuvenation? Now we show it on autophagy. The NIH has eight autophagy measurement machines across the nation. We actually just yesterday got the results showing a very high spike in, in autophagy with Prolon. But even on skin, uh, we've done a randomized clinical trial and it's published um, showing skin rejuvenation. But the number one statistically strong signal there was happiness for women. It was happiness, confidence, and then skin glow and skin hydration. This is how strong fasting is on the body. It's a, it's a mental rejuvenation. And, and like your girlfriend said to you, day three is the swap. Why after day three it's easy? Because now the cells are on autopilot, they're rejuvenated, and they're just saying, we don't know how this is going to last, but we have our own defense mechanism and we're going with it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it almost is like when you bring up the topic of fasting, like now I think it's still kind of like, you know, people know about intermittent fasting, but just the word fasting, you know, although it's been around thousands of years, obviously, and we've been doing it forever, um, it's still a little taboo out there. Like, uh, you know, I remember, um, you know, the, the a ketogenic diet back in the day was like, what do you mean you're not eating like hardly any carbs in the day? And people look at you crazy like that. Now, like it's the other day, I, I there was a patient and uh, she was saying that her, her her son was struggling with weight loss and has, has metabolic syndrome and all that. And I said, you know, maybe he ought to look into, you know, just fasting. And then she's like, what do you mean? I, you know, I go, well, the concept of like not eating. And then, uh, yep. she looks, she's just like, well, I don't buy that that's like healthy or safe. And then, or, or when I tell, you know, my mom that my girlfriend did a, a five day water fast, everybody's like, oh, that's so unhealthy. Like, you know, we're designed to eat. Like, how do you get nutrients in if you're starving yeah. yourself to death? And it's, it, it is like a taboo kind of term, you know, still these, these, some, but, some but it's important to clarify what you said, because part of it is they're both parties are right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Meaning we are not designed to eat. We're designed to fast circadian fasting. And right. this is why the centenarians, they live long because they 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 match what 
we are set genetically and, and evolution wise to do and to so we we are definitely not set to eat all the time because we did this for the last four years and we see the results 73 percent obesity and overweight rate yep we're designed to eat and not to eat eat and not to eat so we eat during the day when we need to eat because we're working and we're thinking and we're walking and we're exercising and then you should not eat at night because this is when you don't need the food Mm-hmm. And and that's circadian fasting. And that won the Nobel Prize in Medicine in 2017. Every organ of the body has its biological clock. And if you want to read more about it, read about Sachin Panda's work. Yeah, um, He's a big circadian fasting uh, person. So that's critical. Now, when you talk about the five-day water fast, it's a, even us, we're not for that. Why? Because if you go for a water fast, yes, you're, yes, you're doing cellular rejuvenation. Yes, you're going to lose weight obviously, but also you're depriving your brain for five days of nutrients. You're depriving your heart. You're depri- it's not easy. And this, is why you, this is why you get a headache. Headache is what is the brain was designed when there's no food to push you to go seek food. Yeah. So we're not designed to go a long period of time on water fast. And, and this is why actually the government came and, and set us up and university set us up is to say, okay, our ancestors though, from time to time when they were migrating, there was no food. There was a few days of no no food. How did they cope with it? They rejuvenated their cells and there was the pit stop. When you watch a car race, mm-hmm. right? Twice in the race, so two or three times, the cars take a pit stop. Mechanics come in, fix everything, and the car, cars, the car is healthy and can go back, stay longer on track, longer on track. That's longevity. Right. And so two to three times per year, having a little bit stressful fast helps us it's the same way. When the company grows, hires left and right, if you put it in a financial crisis, say, okay, I've been I've been going in so many directions. Let us reshape the mm-hmm. operation and fix it, and and then you feed it back. You give it back the money. So, same thing with fasting. Two to three times per year, you just do these five days. And science now brought you a way to do it in a healthy way. Instead of starving the entire body for five days, or instead of just always eating, we came in the middle and said, okay, I'll give you food, healthy food. And I'll mimic the benefits of fasting. And this is the existence of this company, which again, it's not a for-profit idea of a businessman. It just came out of universities, funded by the government. And by the way, Walter Longo, who owns 40% of the company, donates all of it back to Create Cures Foundation. Mm-hmm. So so we are also, half of us is pre, pre-donated. Nice. And this is why I will push to the max as a scientist and as if you want to fast for a longer period, do it with the nutrition, do it with Prolon, whether it's the Prolon breakfast, uh, fast bar fasting shake, it's a Prolon one day reset, or it's a Prolon five days. You're getting the benefits of fasting, you're not getting the side effects of just water fast. The, you spoke about the, the different nuts and things like that. What else, what else is involved in the, uh, in the, in the, in the Prolon? So all ingredients are plant-based, soy-free, gluten-free. Even we have the supplements there, even there's no animal source of, protein and gelatin of some sort, everything, the pills. So it consists of foods, uh, bars in the morning, there's soups, there's, and they're all, you know, plant-based soups again. You have um, um, uh, snacks, snack bars as well. You have a drink that you take throughout the day to give basal energy to the muscle and without getting them off fasting. Mm-hmm. You have two supplements to give you the DHA, to give you the vitamins and the minerals. So we're giving you a full nutritional scope, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm but you stay in a fasting. Uh, and there's a lot more secrets and details. The dinners are different. 
because the nights you're different with your insulin IGF than the yeah. breakfast and then the lunch and all of that. Can you work out during these time frames, or you do like more like active recovery, like walking and stuff? Yes, active recovery, light. You know, you can stretch, do yogas. You know, if you do a little bit of uh, of uh, of dumbbells, but it's not you don't you don't run your don't, ten miles. You're not doing hit training or marathons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't go extreme in those these these five days. Gotcha. Okay. Um, just, I guess a good, a good thing then. Um, so for somebody like me, um, and obviously for probably a lot of our listeners out there that are kind of new to the fasting world and, uh, maybe have never done even, you know, intermittent fasting before, you know, what are kind of like the steps that you would recommend somebody just going to try it for the very first time do in order, do you, do they work up to the five day? Do they go straight in for the five day? Like what, what's your recommendation for them? Um, there's no like enough, a, a definite playbook. It always depends on the person. If a person, you know, is metabolically flexible, have done multiple times a keto diet, or is you know, is it has a willpower, does have a lot of stress, then you can go to the five days. You can do it from the beginning. We have 93% completion rate. Yeah, I always say it's long enough to do cellular rejuvenation five days, and it's short enough to complete. Like anyone can do anything for five days. Again, not not. Maybe not anything or everything, but it's a plant-based food that you can do for five days. We have 93% completion rate. Um, now, some people start with replacing breakfast with the fast bar or the fasting shake, and they move to the one-day reset, so they replace one or two days a week. It's like you get trained before you go play a, a, a full match of basketball or soccer or, or football. Sometimes you just warm up, and warming up could be the fast bar or the fasting shake in the morning instead of your breakfast. And by the way, they're delicious. The mm -hmm. food tastes really good. And or you do the one day reset once a week or once every other week, and then you can decide to do the five days together. But there are different chapters. The five day is the only one that takes you to full rejuvenation and, right. and has a lot of benefits, mental, body, and, and prevention. And the others are more metabolic for you to lose the weight, to to reset your microbiome, and to eat healthy and to decelerate the rate of aging. Cool. I was on your site. I, I did notice with the five day um, that the the for the, for max benefit. I think the recommendation was you do like a five day fast, twenty five regular, five day fast. You do that like three cycles of that in order to kind of really get good good. Yeah. Uh, Per year, as I mentioned in the car race, per year we recommend you do three. Mm -hmm. Now, if you say, "Look, I carry some weight. I'm maybe starting to touch pre-diabetic. Let me let me do them three months in a row." Meaning, you do prolong five days, month one, then 25 days of the remaining month. You know, you, you go back to your diet. Prolong five days, month two. Prolong five days, month three. This set of three consequent months, we study it a lot, and we publish it in multiple journals, and we have a patent. The only patent issued in history on nutrition to promote longevity is awarded for prolon in the US and in Europe. Mm. And so you do it three times in a row if you want to accelerate the metabolic, not just the cellular rejuvenation, but you want you have a metabolic, you have inflammation. You see patients with lumbago, with high inflammation. Oh, yeah. And they're basically, we didn't talk about lean body mass. It protects lean body mass. And that's key. A lot of the, uh, we just crossed 15,000 clinics in the U.S. recommending Prolon. And there are many chiropractors, by the way, as well, because, you know, when, when you have a back pain, it's inflammation, and inflammation decreases with fasting. You tell them, hey, make sure you lose, you lose weight, but you have to protect your abdominal muscle to counterbalance. And right. they're like, how am I going to do that? And the way to do it is the five days Prolon, the, the, the pain and the, and the inflammation decrease. 
the fasting doesn't nourish fasting with us doesn't touch on the muscle because fasting works as a stress people are like how come I, I only lose fat I don't lose muscle um, and by the way multiple NBA player and NFL players they do prolong five days on their off time mm -hmm. to not lose muscle just cut fat so basically because again fasting is a stress growth hormone is high growth hormone is what tells the muscle to grow we are a nourished fast, not a water fast. So there's nourishment, there's calories, there's carbs, and there's protein. So the muscle gets preserved with prolon. So even after lumbago, we see a lot of chiropractors putting people on prolon because this is what helps them stay asleep, rest, and not, not stay asleep, but you know, can move, but but careful moves. And then they see decrease in pain and inflammation. They see cut in abdominal fat while protecting their lean body mass. Nice. I like it. That's definitely getting the best of all worlds for sure. Um, so I guess it looks like my patients are going to ask me, like, are you carrying the prolon in your practice now? So we'll discuss more of that at, at, the, end of, at the end of today's podcast. So, um, But what, what is the ultimate goal of, of L-Nutra and the prolon product lines in terms of, of health and longevity? Do you, do you see this really changing the game in the United States? I see, I, I just, I feel like sometimes that, um, you know, we just get so lost in the pharmaceutical industry and the commercials we see on TV and how they promote, you know, healthy you know, health as being like, you know, taking the medication so you can spend more time in your family and pay with your grandkids in the yard. So yeah. you know, how are we going to get the message you know, out there? We we tend to blame the pharmaceutical industry, but I don't think they're the, they, they have a role. The pharmaceutical industry discovers a product to, con to manage, let's say, not but most of them are not able to reverse, but they manage disease. Correct. The problem comes from policy and the, nut the nutrition business because and it starts with nutrition, but the problem is with nutrition business. I don't want to name names, but there's nutrition businesses today that make billions of dollars. You're, you're a professionally licensed healthcare provider. Can you name one scientific article, randomized clinical trial, that you can mention on anything you ate for the last two weeks Not out of any companies? No, I can't. That's the problem is they're being run as a business. They cut corners. They want to sell you things that taste good on the tongue. So did you buy from them, but they're, but they're, but they're, uh, they're not good on to you for your health. This is very important for everyone listening to us today. Anything below 2% on the label, you don't need to declare it on the label. So there's a lot of tricks that they add to decrease cost of production, running fast to the machines that are unhealthy, that are below the 2%. And we take care big time of that. We inspect everything in our supply chain and we force our suppliers in a big time. We have a higher cost on average than any other company. When you buy from us, you're paying a little bit higher, but you're paying for the best thing you can put in your mouth. It's important. And then, so the, the the nutrition business is taking advantage of our taste and our body. So so the policymakers look at it as like, I, you know, nutrition is actually killing people. Of course, I get to feed pharma to compensate a little bit of that. Whereas policy and the FDA should come very hard on nutrition companies, should force them to do trials before they do claims, even further than medicine actually. And then once you fix that, then policymaking and, and, and education in the medical schools will put more emphasis. You know, I'm a doctor. I, 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 I'm not criticizing doctors because they put people on five pills, but they have no other choice. No, no, no food companies 
have come to them and show them the exact same rigor science and benefits like food. And we're one of the first. Now I'm, I'm, I'm blaming them now if they don't adopt us and if they don't encourage people like us mm-hmm. and to come and become the norm. And then pharma will still have a role, but pharma should be 20% and food and lifestyle change should be 80% of, of Amen. prevention Amen and healthcare. That. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the, that's the goal that we're trying to push forward. So one of, I was, I mentioned to you that Walter Olga is a special human being. He's special because he didn't rush to the market just to sell. He took two decades. He built it like a pharma. He built it like a biotech on food. We call it Nutritech. Proven the science, randomized clinical trial, shown positive effect on food, ethical, clean benefits, because fasting is powerful. We talked a lot about it. And then we're, we went to the market on something that, that doctors and consumers can trust. I wish I'd been on a long time ago. So I'm definitely going to be getting going with it now. So listeners, I'm sure, are just chomping at the bit. Where where can they go to kind of learn more about the diet, the treatment, and, and the Prolon products that you're offering right now? So uh, prolonlife.com is the main website where you can read about the story of the product, especially the five days. And then you can, if you want to start with the one day or the one one you know meter placement, the fast bar, fasting shake, or reset. So the, the website is called prolonlife.com. If you want to read more about our company, the leaders, the story, and watch some videos about us, go to Lnutra. The mother company is called L-Nutra, so longevitythroughnutrition.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. Well, uh, and then I guess one other question, we'll talk more when we get off today, but um, this I can basically be an affiliate and carry your product within my practice yeah, and prescribe sure. it to patients? Hundred percent. There's two models. Some doctors love to carry it and provide it in the clinic to their patients. Others, we give them a, a, a plaque and they have a QR code. The patient can scan it, goes, and we help the patient, you know, with education and getting the products. And they will always be sent back or or linked back to their doctor for supervision. Okay, that sounds really really amazing. So we'll we'll get into that obviously when we're done today. So. Uh, Dr. Antoon, I really, really appreciate your time today. This, uh, again, was just a, another amazing example of something that's uh, going to be a huge, huge benefit to people. I hopefully learned a lot today. Um, and obviously, it's just it's it's a big, big proof positive thing that nutrition is superior um, to anything that we can be doing for our health these days. And fasting obviously fits within that model. So I really appreciate your insight about all this today. Appreciate you very much. We did promise uh, to change somebody's life today. I know I touched yours and hopefully we touch many others. Absolutely. All right. Thanks again. Enjoy the rest of your day and be well, my friend. Bye, you too.